Oh, hey, you there, Hawkeye, here. In this episode of the UMass IPM Fruit Loop, I'll cover the August 17th, 2021 Healthy Fruit Edition. But before we launch into what's up, a quick announcement about events coming up. The Northeast Extension Fruit Consortium will be hosting its second annual winter meeting series. Go to ag.umass.edu forward slash fruit and either click on the Northeast Extension Fruit Consortium link to the right of the page or tap the events tab. You'll find details on each session and a registration link. Please remember registration is necessary to attend. Most of the sessions will have one pesticide recertification credit associated with them. The first meeting is scheduled for January 11 and will cover all you need to know about spotted lanternfly. These are, of course, virtual, so we'll be doing this all via Zoom. Now, that's what's coming up in real time. We're gonna Zoom back, oh boy, it's gonna be a long one this time, guys, <laughs> to the way John was seeing things back in August. And John asks, is apple maturity in 2021 normal? He says he's mostly heard from growers that it is running ahead of normal. Maybe, maybe not. He says he's not convinced, but he also says he's been wrong before. John says he's heard that out in Western New York, they tracked degree days base 39 from April 1st in order to compare years as it relates to apple maturity. So thanks to Nua, John used the degree day calculator to see where we were through August 15 at several Nua orchard sites in Massachusetts. Indeed, compared to 2020, which John says he believes was fairly normal, degree day accumulation is a bit ahead of last year, but not by much. A difference of about 25 to 30 degree days per day can be used to judge days before or days after a previous year. For example, looking at Belchertown, 2021 degree days base 39 Fahrenheit. The accumulation through August 15, 2021 was 3,267. For 2020, it was 3,260. A difference of seven degree days, which is a hardly a difference. And last year, John believes, was fairly normal in terms of apple maturity and harvest. He's also thinking bloom was about average timing, maybe just a little early this year. Everything points to average harvest timing, but your results may vary. Varieties may make up their own mind and may be before or after average all of their own accord. Keep in mind apples on lightly cropped trees will mature sooner and with a heavy crop be delayed. Don't rush it, but don't dilly-dally either. This time of year, John includes his apple maturity report in the healthy fruit. However, that's not really something I'm gonna be able to read off to you, so I highly recommend you, again, go to ag.umass.edu forward slash fruit and check out John's apple maturity reports. We are, however, gonna move on to insects with Dr. Jaime Pinheiro. This week's dose of entomology psychology covers the period of August 3rd through August 9th. These are trap captures from Cold Spring Orchard in Belchertown, Massachusetts. There were zero oblique banded leaf roller or codling moth caught in these sticky traps. There were 18 oriel fruit moth, 0.2 brown marmorated stink bug. Remember, this is an average across 13 orchards for the BMSB, and there were 150.15 spotted wing drosophila. Again, average of 20 traps here. We do have a spotted lanternfly alert. This week, there was a report of one 
spotted lanternfly individual collected in the Conway, Massachusetts area. General information about SLF of relevance for Massachusetts and New England can be found by visiting the UMass Extension Landscape Nursery and Urban Forestry Program and go to their Education and Events tab. That'll give you that update on Spotted Lanternfly. Now remember, this report was from August 17th, and we know there's been more information on Spotted Lanternfly since then. But we'll get to that eventually. Right now, we're going to talk Codling Moth, Oblique Banded Leaf Roller, and Oriental Fruit Moth. At the Cold Spring Orchard for the past week, remember that's first week of August there, zero codling moth or OBLR captures in individual pheromone baited traps were found, and 18 or in a fruit moth in a single trap. This data was collected by John Clements using his smart traps. In one Massachusetts block that is participating in the Attract and Kill study, apple maggot fly activity increased significantly over the last seven days. But that was not the case in all of the other blocks. Brown marmorated stink bug activity during the month of August was expected to exceed that of July. Surprisingly, however, BMSB numbers continued to be low, even in hotspot areas. Finally, Dr. Pinheiro says, this is the last spotted winged drosophila update of the 2021 season. As of last week, August 2nd through 8th, spotted winged drosophila activity continued to increase now that's actually where that particular edition of Healthy Fruit ends. Since it was so short, let's just roll right on through to August 31st, jumping right in with the way John sees it. John says, boy, you could not ask for much worse apple coloring weather to date. Looks like that will improve soon enough. John says he is still looking at apple harvest being on par with average, but is noticing variable maturity as well probably a result of extended and rather cool bloom period. It's going to pay to assess maturity regularly. John says he suspects that the Macintosh harvest will begin in earnest shortly after Labor Day, especially given the fact Labor Day is on the late side this year. Using the starch iodine test to help assess apple maturity is highly recommended. It is painless and efficient maturity testing. He also says, with all the wet and warm weather we have been having, he would keep fungicide cover strong. The 711 FRAC group fungicides are particularly effective on rots. They include Luna Sensation, Pristine, and Maravon. John says that's about all he's got. Things on the couch are looking a little bit more interesting this week, so we'll jump right in to the entomology psychology with Dr. Jaime Pinheiro. The following trap captures are relevant for the week of August 24th through the 30th and are from the Cold Spring Orchard in Belchertown, Massachusetts. There were zero oblique banded leaf rollers caught in those traps, one codling moth, 30 oriental fruit moth, and 1.1 brown marmorated stink bug. Another spotted lanternfly alert, which I mentioned we might be getting around to. Dr. Pinero tells us spotted lanternfly is right at our door. About a week ago, uh, or a couple of minutes ago, given the nature of this podcast, there was a report of one SLF individual collected in the Conway, Massachusetts area. 
The Vermont Agency of Agriculture was alerted on August 19 that a live SLF was captured on a shipment delivered in Rutland. The New Jersey Department of Agriculture has added five additional counties to the SLF quarantine zone. SLF is continuing to move its way through Connecticut and has just been found in Orange and Milford, Connecticut. Moving back to our Lepidopteran pals, codling moth, OBLR, and oriental fruit moth here. Weekly average captures of codling moth at the Cold Spring Orchard show that adults of the second generation continue to be active, although in very low numbers. Second generation adult moths start emerging in late July and continue emerging through August. Eggs laid by this generation tend to cause more damage than the first generation. Regarding OBLR, our monitoring traps have not caught a single moth for the past five weeks. Oriental fruit moth populations are relatively high, and the pattern of activity seems to be reaching peak captures for the third generation moths. Again, this information was collected by John Clements using his smart traps. Relating to apple maggot fly, something interesting is happening in Massachusetts. While most blocks show a decline in AMF captures, a single location continues to show very high numbers of apple maggot fly. This particular orchard has received insecticide sprays based on thresholds. For the last two weeks, brown marmorated sting bug activity has increased, but numbers are very low compared to populations recorded in 2020. In the next issue of Healthy Fruit, Jaime will provide an update on the trap crop slash ghost trap study. That is another short and sweet edition of Healthy Fruit and a rather short and sweet episode of the UMass IPM Fruit Loop. I'm going to stop this here and start a whole new one for September 14th. Again, I make no promises to when I'll get around to that, but I will do it as soon as I can, bearing in mind that it's going to take a little time off for the holidays. I hope you get to as well. Uh, Until then, take care of yourselves. Be safe.